the Koi Gig part on Off The Ball. I don't like it. I want to be up there in Group A. I don't care who we get. We should be up there competing against them. But, you know, as you said, we're going to win that group and then get promoted, hopefully. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Anthony Moyes is with us. Anthony, good morning to you. Good morning, gents. The um, provincial championships. They're yeah. doozies, aren't they? We love them. We love them. They are amazing. <laughs> the funny thing is, I saw someone saying, you know, compared to the excitement of the last, the, the Leinster semi-finals last week, which mm. was actually true, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's funny, you know. It's just one of these. You keep thinking, like, so the argument for Connacht is obviously that you would see this somehow. Or even potentially, you know, Munster. Uh, yeah. You know, but uh, so you don't end up with a situation like you had yesterday and I you don't you have one side stacked. If you were seeding, maybe Cork would have just been slightly ahead of Clare on the basis of how yeah. the yeah. season finished. But like, there would have been years where Clare would have been the second seeds. And Should uh, they have put the two, so the two provincial finals this weekend you'd expect on paper will be much, much better. Than this week, than the previous previous weekend. So could they have just put one? To, I don't but know. Certainly, Ulster will. I, like I, mean, I, I would fear. I, I hope Loud can 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 because I think Dublin have potentially come back a bit, and I think that Loud team are are are, are better than probably a lot of people mm. would give them credit for. But I still can't see it being you know anything, but you know a six or to eight point beating. But the problem is everyone. Like, I don't know if you guys have this feeling, but everyone's just like, let's just get this out of the way. Yeah, provincials. Yeah, yeah. you know that that's a yeah. sad state of affairs. Like it really is. It's just kind of like, okay, let's let's hurry this up. Can we please do it? So why not do that? Like and then of course we're saying we'll do it earlier in the year, but also you don't want to be playing in complete drudge either. So I don't know. Do you do you condense it even more, or do you just get well? Obviously the thing would be just just get rid of it, but that's not going to happen. Well, like Ulster will hold on to that championship. Mm-hmm. For as long as they can, and the championship is fine. You can keep your championship. You just can't link it to the All Ireland series. It should have no connection to what's coming next. And like one of the big things about the league and uh, us not being able to have the league as the championship was. What about the sponsors, Alliance? But Alliance are now sponsoring the football championship as well. Mm. So they're obviously, mm. you know, they they're now centrally involved. Yeah. You could just run your provincial championships from uh, St Bridget's Day to St Patrick's Day. You can make it a holy festival if you want. And, <laughs> and then... That'll take a lot of boxes, Jer. And yeah. then you get into um, and you get into your tiered championships like we have now. And if you're bad enough to be in the second tier, win it and get up to the first tier and away we go. And that's like... How long are we talking about t- tiers and fixtures? 20 years. 20 years. I've, I found a running order for off the ball when we went live and it was like um, splitting Dublin and... Plus <laughs> a mm. change. And, uh, and it was... Um, I mean, we should be getting back to splitting Dublin, by the way. But yeah, yeah. I, You know, what was there to say about uh, yesterday? Um, Matthew Tierney, do you want to start there? He was good. He was good, yes. You know what? I thought Galway, Galway were okay. Like again, and I seem to kind of be repeating this that Joyce won't fall into I think the trap of thinking you know Jesus we're world beaters because if you watch the match it was actually quite even the first ten if yeah. ten minutes Galway got an unbelievable goal which was a pass that just was one of those that like you literally couldn't have dropped it in no. better 
you know, it's up. The fullback is actually, he says, oh, I think I have this. And it's like, oh, no, I don't have this. And he slips. And then there's the actual, the six is there. So they have cover. And even the finish was excellent. Mm-hmm. Like, Brilliant. he literally had to put it into the stanks. And he only had one spot to go. But it was an unbelievable goal. So you kind of said, actually, Sligo were competing quite well up to that point. The goal, and then the next goal, which was just a complete blow up by Sligo you know they're in control of the ball they're coming out they've slowed it down a little bit they've actually could have moved it on they're a little bit caught in two minds and then they just make a massive error and then bang and that's it game over that's it Yeah. you know so you know in those and that is the difference between division 4 3 even 2 up to 1 you know we saw it last week with Down and, and, and Armagh the difference in the nous, the difference in that little smarts of our ma who realised down or a counter-attacking team, mm. lots of pace. Lads, every time we lose the ball on the forward line, just a little foul. Just a foul. Just get across a guy, pull him back, little stop, put it, put, make sure we stop it dead and we get back. Just a simple yeah. little thing. Stand in front of them. Down didn't get the idea that actually we should restart this quite quick. You know, fellas going down, talking to the referee, you know, kind of rolling around a little bit. And like it wasn't just some of them were quite physical fouls, which they kept consistently getting away. But that's again just the smarts of Division 1, 2, 3, and 4. That, is that what it is? Because Andy McGinley kind of made a similar point in commentary yesterday. He was saying, you know, that the conditioning and the training and even the skill level between Division 1 and 4 isn't a massive difference like the Galway and Sligo players on those three uh, things aren't massively different but it is a little thing it's nice it's experience it's, it's playing against the top teams week in week out it is and well look at the top top level you know the skill level is, is it, yeah, yeah. it is it is better right and the ability to kick left and right and the ability to hand pass left and right so where an opportunity exists like I was watching the game yesterday, there's a great clip of obviously some of the backdoor cuts that that mm. Kerry did. You know, they did uh, Paddy did a backdoor cut kick pass, which was pretty phenomenal. Like you know, usually you would do it by a hand pass. Player comes towards you, he doubles up, goes back, but you could actually see him. Like he 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 points to David and he says, I'm, "I'll stick this into you," and he just drops it in. Like an unbelievable pass. How deft it was, but. You watch Sligo a couple of times where actually they had the opportunity to do it. But what happens is, as the man turns, another man has come across into his space. Mm. Now, that's a very, very small thing. But again, it's just coached. So, Kerry, no, you do not, you do not go into that. You vacate that space. So, that, so yeah. again, they're just the small little things. But again, they're the difference between getting a goal or not. A hand pass that goes on the ground. A hand pass that's not been able to give because it's on a weaker side. So... It is the skill level, but absolutely, then it's just those mis- miscalculations, those errors, you know, just sometimes just switching off a little bit, mm. turning your back on a ball, you know, kind of even yesterday, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, there was a kind of a contentious free that Claire thought they got from a kick out. Mm. Don't know if you saw that one before the second yeah. goal. And the Jamie Malone has it and he drops it and just gives it to the Kerry guys and then bang, 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 goal. Yeah. You know, rather than running back. Colin Collins speaking with Tommy afterwards and you can hear that in the podcast he was very sore about that one and he did point out this sounds like Sarah Grace but like what you know it, it, they yeah. couldn't see any reason for the free to be given and um, there's an inconsistency I hate talking about the referees but we end up talking about it in the League of Ireland we end up talking about it in Premier League yeah. it's yeah. just it's like yeah. quality of refereeing in every sport it's very difficult and everybody always thinks it's terrible but it's inconsistent at the moment but there's inconsistent like the, the inconsistencies of it I know hurling hurling is a completely different game okay absolutely because you have a stick in your hand right but there's a I think there's most definitely a, a switch going on in football that that the teams are understanding who the referees are and how they ref the game 
and then they know pre. This is a, as I said, top six, top eight. Mm. I'm not saying there are, most teams are doing it, but the top six, top eight are definitely saying we can take advantage of this referee in a certain way. So either A, they don't really like too much physicality on the ball. Um, they will watch, say, inside forwards, you know, and how they're being defended. Because some referees will actually watch. They'll see, and you know, some referees are very hard on. You know, if you pull or drag inside, and they'll give freeze. Where some don't. Some watch the ball. Some run in and actually take up the area of the D. So there are inconsistencies in that, and I think there's inconsistencies then, Jer, on the level of intensity that is brought to games. Like even yesterday, like. And I know it's hard, right, because there is a deficiency in all of that, as we said, about the skill level and all that stuff. But there's there's some games that the fire is like it's going to be lit and then all of a sudden it's just extinguished because there's so much blowing. Yeah, There's so much blowing. And, and you're kind of going, oh, Jesus, you know. And you get the sense that if if it's an Ulster Championship match, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, let, it go. let it go. And you're kind of going, how did, he get a, how did he not get a free there? You know, but then it's kind of like, actually, well, it's Ulster Championship. And, you know, Munster Championship in the hurling. You know, skin and hair flying. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, it's a given. Yeah. But it shouldn't be a given. You know, so there has to be, uh, you know, it, it is a tricky thing. Like, I, some people have complained in the last number of years about mead football that has gone soft. And back in the day, like, how championship matches were, were, were refereed in, in the county were literally skin and hair flying. Like, I mean, if you got out of there with your head on your shoulders uh, after scoring five or six points, you you know, you would walk onto the county team and you were ready for anything. You were ready for the dubs on Leicester final day. And now it's kind of like, well, it's being refereed differently and therefore, um, and I remember Andy McIntyre a couple of years ago was saying that he actually met the referees. He said, we need to we need to start kind of increasing the level of, of physical. So, look, there's other things, but it, does, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to um, a, mashing, a massive passionate game with lots of intensity um, no and uh, we end up with the the games we had at the weekend and look maybe uh, the, the refereeing is something we'll come back to later in the summer hopefully we won't hopefully we don't need to hopefully we don't need to because you have to let games flow yeah. you know there's not I'm not talking about taking the heads off fellas here but like you know there's there's a lot of players I feel that if I come in to tackle you Shane as soon as I put my hand in fellas are bang down you know, and they're 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 buying those free simulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stuff of say, and, and especially if you're set up in a defensive wall. Mm. If I come at speed and I get a pop pass off you, and as soon as I hit that run, if I go down, it's 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 in an instant. It's quite difficult for the referee to see, but sometimes, it's like ah, free. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes, sometimes stuff. Uh, some referees will let that go, and they'll let several of them go. And then you know that you can actually foul at the end and get away with it. So that's right. that's the bit where, yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. But look, would it have helped the game? I think Clare would feel bitterly disappointed because actually Clare were way below par. Yeah. They were way below par. They were like they were like startled earwigs. You know, I just I just think the, the the enormity of it. I don't know what it was, but but they didn't look at all like the team that they were. And it wasn't even like that. Kerry were massively pressuring them. I think Kerry were saying, "Listen, lads, if you want to play, that's okay. You play." Score two ten because we'll score four twelve. And you know, again, the, the turnovers were were key. I think they scored something like um, two three two five off it. Uh, Colin yeah. Collins was saying that they weren't actually under that much pressure. The ball was just being given cheaply to them. Yeah, and he didn't understand why that was happening. Having said that, right in previous years, they would have lost this, gone into the qualifiers, straight one knockout. Now at least they are going to be playing in the Ulster Football Championship. They've got Monaghan, yeah. the, the goal and, and the beaten finalists in no the winners of Ulster. Oh, the winners of us. Yeah. Sorry, of course. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough group for Claire. That's a tough group. And Claire, Claire have to go to Clonus yeah. as well. So, 
as we said, as we said, welcome to the Ulster Championship, Claire. I'd say yeah. they fancy their chances against Tony Gall. I think anyone would at the moment. Do you know? Yeah. Well, uh, it's a great reset for them. You know, they can go back, they can really have a good look at it and say, right, bang, 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 error, error, error. You know, this is what came of those errors. And actually, it was all in our control. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there was moments of brilliance from Kerry. And Kerry were trying things. You could notice that yesterday, uh, Jerry. I, I thought they were trying things. Like, you could see some moves. If you watch Moynihan's goal, um, uh, the move, this is the, the one that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He's actually out by, I can't remember who puts the ball across, but someone flashes a long ball across and he takes off. And it's a planned move. Gini gets it, looks up, pops it into him. But you could see it. it's a kind of a basketball move, but of course accentuated a bit in that they were clearing the zone right in front of him. And he was cut, cutting, slicing right through for another ball to come in over top. You can see Mike Quirk's hands all over this. Mm-hmm. You know, you really can. And they're trying stuff. They're trying stuff in that forward line. I'd say to put it in the locker and go, yeah, okay, we have that one for later on if yeah. we need to. Um, but look, yeah, Claire will Claire will have to regroup. Um, but I, you know what? I was impressed by Sligo. Sligo are a team and are a county that, again, resources, player pool, but they are, look at the under-20s. What are they doing? They're, they're, they're all pointing in the right direction. And, you know, and Galway are... Yeah, what well, goal we are, and okay, but they they'll say to themselves, you but know what? If the beat there at home, they'll probably progress. Oh yeah, to, uh, to and have an, oh, another game after. Almost guaranteed if they beat there at home. Yeah, like that's yeah. a largely a winner takes all from that group. Yeah, in a yeah. way, because you yeah. expect the other teams in the group to to cause those Sligo and Kildare difficulties mm. on the basis of the form that we've seen yeah. so far. Yeah, um, and Sligo have them at home, and they've got a great record against them. And obviously, the under twenty game will happen, I think, in between. Um, so yeah. Claire, Claire have done a goal at home as well in the first game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they go yeah. to Clonus, and then they play um, the Ulster winner in the final game. Now yeah. maybe Donegal could lose that game and still cause trouble mm. for other teams at Ulster because it's Ulster. Yeah, yeah. They've had time to kind of you know reset as well, Donegal. You know it hasn't been last week. Mm. You know they've they've gone away, they've licked the wounds. I would imagine there's a lot of soul searching going on. My only worry would be Donegal have a habit of hitting the red button and just saying bang imploding yeah, yeah. Right? so could lads be booking tickets to the States and already had conversations about that and saying listen I'm, I'm out of here because this isn't going to get any it's better it's the same with Ronan mate would you prefer to be a, a squad that has that massive gap of five weeks before the group stages or would you rather be a Clare or Sligo that play right up until yeah. It's a tricky way. I think it all is down to the environment that you're in. Mm. So I think if you're in a Donegal environment with what's going on on top, that's a toxic environment. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're saying, probably saying to yourself, is this going to get any better? You can stick as many sticky plasters as you want on that. But like, I would be very worried about Donegal. Like, if, I, I think if Donegal doesn't arrest the situation, what's happening, you could see them slide big time, you know, and you could have a, a divergence uh, between Sligo. And again, it goes back to county boards. It goes back to the direction of a county, which is, of course, is is is, is derived from your county board and your ethos and your vision. But you look at the teams over the last while who are doing well in that. Yeah. Down, Derry, Sligo, you know, teams that are saying... Well, this is where we want to go. This is the, this is all the things we're putting in place, and it's and it's it's coming to the fore. Yeah. And Kildare, to be fair to Kildare, I know they had a tricky league, but you know, like you're you're saying, Kildare's star has massively risen over the last number of weeks. It has to have. Well, it, like I mean, within Leinster, you know, they pushed Dublin all the way. They could have won that game. They certainly could have taken something out of it. And the under twenties, yeah, the under twenties beating Dublin after extra time, and then coming back from the dead against Down. These are not things that. We as Kildare fans have seen that often in our history, um, and so 
you know, it's coming on the back of an, an under-20 team last year that reached the final, and it's coming off the back of Jimmy Highland's under-20 team three or four years ago. There you go, three and five, isn't it? It's not bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a real sign. And here's the thing, if they'd actually beaten Mayo last year when they should have beaten Mayo, then everybody would be saying they've made yeah. a quantum leap forward. And they, you know, they use the league this year to blood some players, and they run the dubs close all of a sudden. But you, you know, quite often that quantum leap forward, and it's funny how we relate to things and results. But that quantum leap forward is one game, but it's not one game. If you get you're, me, you're well, to make it, it, it could be, it yeah. could be even longer. You know, but it, but it, it 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 is kind of it shows tip, up correct. It just is typified by one particular result, and everyone goes, ah, yeah, you know, there they are. But there's so much work goes on, obviously, to get to that point. Well, with McGinney, um they hammered Mead in a qualifier, I think, uh, by scoring four goals. Mm. And then they beat Monaghan the next day, or maybe they beat Monaghan first and then Mead the next day. And then, you know, I was like, oh, actually, this, is a, now, this team has a yeah. very clear identity, having yes. crapped out every year in the Leinster Championship. Yeah. And um, So, yeah, I think that's why we're going to see that. Some, some team is going to be that team that actually comes together and forms and storms their way through to an All-Ireland semi-final we don't expect it yeah. at this stage you'd say no the All-Ireland semi-final is relatively fixed we know three of the four and then it's up to Derry to yeah. show us that they're still there or somebody to, to knock them off um, or Armagh yeah. or Armagh yeah go away go away I, you know you're not penciling them in just yet there's more strength and depth than last year You would it, it, it would appear they do but again, I wouldn't necessarily read too much into yesterday as well. Turney's performance was kind of... i tell you what I wanted to look at yesterday, and I didn't really see it from them. There was a lot of individualistic type of scores. Mm. Turney kicked some scores where you kind of go, wow. You know, he just cut in off and he just bang with his left foot. The goals, yeah, you know, there wasn't there wasn't massively like Burke got a few nice intricate kind of scores. Walsh was obviously ill. Um, why they played him, I think, is, a, is quite a strange decision. But anyway, um, and Comer did his usual. But there wasn't there wasn't a fluidity in their game. I thought Kerry were more fluid yeah. in an attacking sense, you know, and you could see that they were trying different things, as I said before. But yet Galway, I thought it was quite individual, right? Now, not like, I mean, they scored whatever they scored. So, of course, it was some, you know, good play with Kelly coming forward and all that stuff. But it's, 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 it's when the squeeze really comes on that forward, yeah. like, that's my big question, you know. Well, maybe without Peter Cook and his heads of football, it mightn't have looked as as good yesterday because he was heavily involved in a lot of the good stuff heavily involved and I think he really actually came to the fore yesterday a bit more than, than most you know and he's most definitely like Conroy is has been there a long time and I don't think Conroy is now a 70 minute man you know I just I think he's 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 a 35 he's 40 45 minute man and then you need someone out in that in that engine yeah. room um, so yeah he, he's, he's, he's put the hand up big time but I'm just not yet convinced Mayo are doing the usual. <laughs> well, uh, Mayo in the long grass. <laughs> Mayo have a big, big game in Killarney. Now, it's not that big a game because Mayo could lose two of their games in their round robin and still qualify. You know, um, but uh, there's going to be some big scalps. I, I think there's going to be one or two big ones in that. Uh, the best thing about the, the round robin is you need to get those big games first. Mm. The big games that matter. You know, and I know you're saying, well, like, I mean, Mayo Kerry will be able to pick, but it's still, psychologically, that's a big, yeah. big... If Mayo turned Kerry over... Well, then, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. And you, if, you, if you can top the, your group and avoid that second-place third, 
Because in those second place third games, there's going to be big teams getting knocked out, mm-hmm. I think. Because mm-hmm. a lot of big teams are going to finish second, and those teams in third could be Mullins or Roscommons or Kildare's. In the preliminary quarterfinal, yeah, final. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever it's called. But yeah. th- th- there's going to be some big games, so you want to top these groups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you want it nice and easy. Yeah. yeah. Straight to the quarterfinals. Yeah. And next week's going to be, you know, I, I think looking forward to that. That's as I said, a tactical. That's going to be. A, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of X's and O's going on this week in both camps in Armagh and uh, it's Derry. A big, game, big game for Armagh just to keep showing us that they can be consistent mm. and and can compete at this level because uh, if they go away against Derry, then there's a flakiness in them. Like last year, going out on penalties, you know. I think Galway were actually quite superior to them and they were lucky enough to get to the to the yeah. penalties. Um, and this year, obviously, the league didn't show us anything and that was on purpose, it looks like now. Mm. They're, they're much better than their uh, league performance. But if they were to lose this game and Derry just handle their business, you'd be very concerned about the rest of the season for Armagh. But if they were to beat Derry, or if they were to at least put in a performance for the whole game, you're like, OK, well then... Then they are in the top. They're just on the the fringes of that top four. I did want to just ask your opinion on um, all of the dubs rounding on Glenn Ryan over the last week. It was very interesting, wasn't it? It was like this orchestrated campaign of everybody who has any platform in the national media going, ah, shut up, Glenn. I was like, oh, that's interesting. You're all all very touchy. Mm. Very touchy, the dubs, weren't they, over the last week? Yeah, oh, they're talking about all these things. Like, your home advantage is worth three points in every sport ever. You have home advantage. So, however, the argument was made. You can you can try and pick it apart by like oh well page fourteen he said this and that's stupid like, yeah, fair enough whatever yeah be the lawyers if you want to be but actually Dublin have home advantage and it's bullshit yeah just admit it it's bullshit oh, we'll pr- go we'll go wherever yeah but it's bullshit he who protests too much there was a little there was a bang at protest too well, much was, yeah. well it was it was there was a very serious bang <laughs> like because it's it's uh, there's no doubt about it. There is like there is no doubt about it. You, you can dress it up however you want. That it's 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 very very obvious for you know. Like, I mean, I've played in there against them in there plenty of times, and there is no doubt about. It. And actually, even me, we would have felt that Crow Park was was pretty familiar to us. Mm. You know, so you know we got to play in there a good bit. So. You were kind of going, actually, yeah, well, Dale, Dale, it's definitely their home, but it's kind of, we're okay here. Like, yeah. I mean, did I play in, you know, for Cheryl Stadium a lot, a couple of times, or Porky Creek, a couple of, like, so Crow Park was most definitely the second busiest, most frequented ca- or, uh, 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 um, venue. venue for me. And I still would have felt, actually, this is nice, it's familiar. I know the story here. I, as I said, I know where I put my bag. I know, I know all the different spots. I know where I can kick from, not kick from. You can just, you can just understand it a bit better. Well, I think Sligo's neutral game, I'm right in saying, is the, du- is the dubs. So can you imagine dragging Sligo over to Croke Park to play Dublin in a new, quote-unquote neutral match? Well, like, put would, that you, game would, you break, would you break 10,000 in that? You know. The chance. Like, that has to be on a provincial ground in the middle of Leinster. Notwithstanding the familiarity, familiarity isn't about... Uh, home advantage home advantage is about all the other things that come with it mm-hmm. uh, refereeing decisions go your way because you've got more supporters and blah 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 but yeah. there, there, was the, I, there was the touchiness from like uh, from all of them none of them were like yeah fair cop we have had home advantage it's a bit ridiculous the organisation has sorted out it's like he shouldn't be saying this he comes across really bad like, well screw you <laughs> who are you to tell me what to say <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah a bit of gaslighting going on from these uh, you know yeah, yeah. Well, very, very no, touchy it's, it's there is no 
must have must have struck a little chord there, Glenn. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. Siege he mentality be- has begun. Yeah, the rematch is going to be interesting. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, it will be. Well, you never know. Mickey Hart, Mickey is lying in wait. <laughs> And uh, I don't think Desi... Look, we spoke about this rotation that was going on and most certainly was going on. Um, I'm still not yet convinced. I know we were saying last week, yeah, Dubs, or a couple of weeks ago, yeah, they're bad. Like, okay, leash. Kildare showed chinks. Or, or they, 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 they showed up that there is definitely uh, frailties there. Um, Lack of a time isn't the squad yet. They still don't have a Bernard Brogan. They still don't have that... Right, Dean has probably dropped down a peg or two. Costello is still yet to really take the mantle. You know, okay, Khan, and they're saying a big ball into him, absolutely. But he's not. He's not a. He's not a Bernard Brogan. He's he's not that type of player that you can sling it in and just know one on one he is going to do what he needs to do to get us that score. Um, so once you crowd out, which Kildare do, and which plenty of teams will do from now on, Vicky Hart will. Correct. Yeah. That rematch is in Newbridge as well, Kildare Dublin. So that's going to be. Oh, it's not. Is it not? No, oh, sorry, it's not, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah Newbridge yeah. is gone, so I don't know where it'll be. But so it's, it's. I think. <laughs> Croker. You know, there's definitely questions <laughs> to be asked. Yeah, and uh, long may they continue to be asked as opposed to being shut down by yeah. <laughs> the, uh, former Dublin players. Mm. But the good thing is, in, they still have the three points. Uh, advantage of course exactly I mean that's it's, it's just written down it's like yeah. all the science shows it but no 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 the music oh, excuses whatever whatever alright fair enough very touchy though for like you know <laughs> you've got the biggest metal collection in the history of the game <laughs> yeah enjoy it mm. it hasn't been tarnished yeah. it isn't being tarnished <laughs> alright good stuff cheers lads thanks very much for that OCB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now